and they they're kind of a vinyl like material too they're a little bit more flexible but uh i don't know who got them for me but i just love the things nice <clears throat> all right are we ready i'm ready <laughs> you, you're like damn i'm just waiting on you sucker i'm ready <laughs> <laughs> all right here we go <clears throat> Welcome to the Greatest List Podcast, a show about music and lists. This season, your hosts, Jason and Eric, are counting down the top 50 movie soundtrack songs from the 80s. Think your favorite made the list? Tune in and find out. Take it away, boys. Welcome back to Greatest Lists, your favorite music and talk podcast featuring lists of the greatest songs of all time. These lists are curated by your hosts, Jason here. And of course, Eric over there. I'm over here. How's it going? <laughs> uh, pretty good over here. Uh, glad you're here. We are up to number 16, man. Man. We're getting there. We're getting there. Uh, wanted to quickly mention we are sponsored again this episode by HalloweenCostumes.com. Click the promo link in our show notes today. Save 20% on your next order at HalloweenCostumes.com. All you got to do is click over the savings automatically in your cart. Plenty of music-related costumes. I've been searching over there, Eric, and it's the world's largest costume store online. So you'll nice. find just officially licensed stuff like Kiss outfits and masks and stuff. Also, stuff like Madonna, Freddie Mercury, Elvis, of course. You know, if you want to turn yourself into a giant boombox, they've got that too. So <laughs> it's pretty fun. Go over there and check it out. Remember, click the link in the show notes. Save 20% off your next order at HalloweenCostumes.com. Yes. And here's a couple of teasers for listeners. Greatest Lists is, of course, part of the Retro Network, and we will be participating in this year's Halloween special podcast, which is like a collaborative effort across several shows. And we're going to do a, a special segment for you on creepy songs. Yeah. So um, looking forward to uh, actually recording this after we get through uh, a couple more episodes here. But um it, we're not talking about your normal Halloween playlist songs, you know. Yeah, no, these aren't on songs. Thriller and Somebody's Watching Me. Those are always on your Halloween playlist. But yeah, we're gonna tell you about uh, like some random songs and creepy lyrics, some like urban legend type stuff uh, yeah. inspired by true events. You know, I, be, I bet you never thought like the creepy song list would would include David Bowie, but it does. <laughs> it does, yeah. So be on the lookout for that, the Retro Network Halloween special for 2022 uh, coming your way closer towards the, the holiday as it approaches. And then uh, we're also going to host a giveaway for season one, and we'll be asking our listeners to guess our top 10. So hopefully you've been listening along, but I'll probably provide you with a, uh, a, a list to help you out to see what we've uh, covered already. But uh, what I'm planning to do is uh, post a link soon. That'll take you to our website. You enter in your 10 songs and then we'll do some kind of points like, uh, you know, for every song you get on the list, the, the top 10 will give you a point. If you get in the correct position, we'll give you like two points, something like that. And then the overall winner will receive a prize, which will include a Spotify premium membership. And I'm going to throw in a grab bag of 45 singles from my vinyl collection. Ooh. I've got a whole stack of uh, doubles that I have. I need need to get them away. So <laughs> I'll put in a, a, something together like that as well for our I may uh, listeners. <laughs> you can't. You're not eligible, oh. sucker. Uh, 
Okay. <laughs> so be looking for that soon. Our uh, guess our top 10 giveaway. Yep. But anyway, let's get back to the countdown. Number 16 comes from a film we've already talked about from 1983. It's the film Flashdance, and the song is Maniac by Michael Sembello. By the numbers. Released in May of 1983, about a month after the film, Maniac would enter the top 40 on July 1st and take the top spot on September 10th from the Eurythmics. And then the song was Sweet Dreams Are Made of This, but it would be knocked off its pedestal the next week by Billy Joel's Tell Her About It. So it uh, also became an international hit, reaching the top 10 in seven other countries. The song was written by Dennis Matkowski and Michael Cimbello. Yep. And the story goes that Matkowski got the idea when he saw the William Lutzig movie Maniac, which is about a serial killer who stalks his <laughs> victims in New York City. Cimbello uh, told Song Facts he came up with the uh, original kernel of inspiration and to me with the basic idea and groove. And I believe the temporary lyrics for the chorus he had were, he's a maniac, maniac, that's for sure. He will kill your cat and nail him <laughs> to the door. I love uh, that story. That's so yeah, crazy. That's insane. I had not heard that before. Sambella <laughs> uh, continues, that direction obviously wasn't going to work, at which point <laughs> the genius of Phil Ramone... Why. The producer of the soundtrack, who had the vision to see the potential of the song, asked us to change it and to present a concept of a girl possessed with the passion of a gift for dance. So without Phil, it would not have happened, unquote. Yeah, no kidding. So went from a serial killer to a uh, serial <laughs> dancer. That's amazing. <laughs> so uh, as a single, Maniac earned some bellow Grammy nominations for Record of the Year, Best Male Pop Vocal Performance, and a nomination for Matkowski or with Matkowski for Song of the Year. Uh, as a part of the Flashdance soundtrack, it gave them and all the songwriters who contributed to the album the Grammy Award for Best Album of Original Score written for a motion picture. So, Simbella uh, was also nominated alongside the other performers for Album of the Year. And Man. Maniac also nominated for an Academy Award, Golden Globe. And the music video for Maniac was awarded Best Editing at Billboard Magazine uh, Video Music Awards, which I had Good no idea gosh. they did a music, video music awards oh, yeah. show yeah. Uh, back in the day. But uh, well, the video was actually the first to use nothing but scenes from the movie. Mm -hmm. So there's no shots of Sembello, the focus squarely on the film, making it almost a movie trailer. Yeah. So... Uh, Poor Sambella, he got it kind of got stiffed. <laughs> of course, if you've seen him perform on uh, American Bandstand or Solid Gold, you'll understand why he got stiffed out of that job. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did catch a couple of performances. Yeah, uh, there's one, there's one where he has a camouflage guitar. Yes. It's so great. It's yeah. Uh, but um, this is a pretty interesting point I read about the video. The, extens the uh, extensive exposure that the Maniac video received from MTV and other outlets helped Paramount plug Flashdance for free yeah. instead of paying the Isn't several millions of dollars of commercial time for, yeah. you know, standard television, uh, you know, just to get the same results. So they essentially got all the marketing they wanted to for free. And Paramount Vice President Gordon Weaver described this approach as invisible marketing and Flashdance yep. went on 
to be the third highest grossing film of 83, despite having unknown actors and receiving bad reviews. Yeah. So the priority for the, you know, marketing departments at the studio became uh, evaluating how practical it would be to include a, the popular music and projects yes. that they were looking to release in order to receive, you know, similar benefits from such outlets. So yeah, just having scenes from the movie, basically an extended trailer and have MTV play it for free. Yep. I mean, yep. genius. I was reading a, a book on the history of M uh, the early history of MTV, and this is when that starts for all the movies. Uh, at this from this mm -hmm. point on, they all are releasing videos early before the movie because they realized that it was free advertising. Yeah, and you think of we just talked about Beverly Hills Cop, yep. and how uh, the heat is on has scenes, actual scenes from the yep. film, whereas you're seeing this, you're hearing Maniac as you're you know, watching the scenes from the film, but there's actually clips from the film in, uh, yeah. in that video. So yeah, that whole trend just permeates the, you know, mid eighties, you know, yeah. throughout and up through the nineties, really. Let's get personal. So I decided to sit down and watch the movie for the first time the other night, man. Uh, wow. we talked about, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the other song from the movie. Yeah. Just, Oh, flash dance. Flash dance, you yeah, know. Irene what Cara. a feeling. Yeah. Um we didn't I I told you I didn't had not watched the movie. So it was right. on Showtime and supposedly Hoopla, but it said there was no available copies to rent. So I just rented it from Google Play. Uh it was a movie. Uh the, the, the <laughs> plot's a movie. <laughs> plot's a little ridiculous, you know, with her being the welder and the dancer at night. I'm not sure how old she was supposed to be in the film. Uh, her dance mentor there, I think, mentions 18 at one point, but I think she's got to be beyond 18 yeah. uh, to be a seasoned welder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the, for me, the best part was the music and the dance scenes at Mobby's Bar. Yeah. I mean, it was good to see the songs in context like Maniac. That one's played during her little workout at her apartment slash dance studio. Uh, but I do like the the routine um, she does as like these TV watching geisha. Oh. <laughs> I believe it's the Laura Branigan song Imagination that's playing during that. But that was a pretty interesting performance. Uh, but the cover of the actual Maniac single, 45 single, is her dressed up from that routine. That just kind of, oh. she looks like a, a geisha almost. That's you what know. that is. Yeah. Go so on. anyway. Yeah, because on uh, Spotify, if you look at the single or you look at the yeah the single for this song, mm -hmm. it's that picture. But I was like, well, that can't be Michael Cimbello. And it's yeah. not. It's that's Jennifer not him. Beale. No, yeah. it's no, Jennifer Beale. Like, it didn't even dawn yeah. on me that that's what that was. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I made that just made that connection, too, by watching the movie. But yeah, I'll probably just stick to the soundtrack again. I'm not planning to watch it again. It was <laughs> it was OK. Um, another movie though I know this song from is Tommy Boy. Oh, you my remember God. the scene? Yes, the scene where they're at the gas station. He gets yes. all muddy from cow tipping, you know. And yeah, Richard just—he sprayed him down with the water. <laughs> and he's, I'm a maniac, man. And yes. he starts dancing. Uh, uh, that's funny. I, yeah, I don't. That's just lodged in my brain when it comes <laughs> to this song. But any specific things that come to your brain while listening to Maniac? No, I mean, I, you know, it's, I think I mentioned during the Flashdance episode, the Irene Kara song episode, that um, I didn't really have any special tie to that song. It just was 
number one for like a hundred weeks and i just remember it being everywhere but mm -hmm. this is probably my favorite song from the movie i this i i love this song the breakdown so the quick little notes uh percussion generated with the linectronics lm1 as yep. we've been talking about there you go. it was everywhere uh rest of the rhythm was made up of uh, simmons electronic drums played by carlos vega since it's the synthesizers were programmed by Cimbello and Matkowski. And you get that cello part at the break, too, played by Dennis Carmazin, I think is his name, mm -hmm. also in the mix. And then Cimbello himself does the guitar solo uh, in the middle. So there's your kind of lineup and how the song was put together. But speaking of the solo, the bridge with the cello and the la, 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 yeah. you know, all the laws, yeah. uh, that harmonization, you get the solo kicking in. That's that's my favorite part of the song. Uh, I also like the guitar licks that he adds in at the end of the song with the fade. Yes. And uh, the radio is a little, the radio edit is a little abbreviated. So you get a little bit more of that. Um, but I like his vocals too. I mean, he's got that same vocal range as like Glenn Fry and Kenny Loggins. Just that beautiful high end. Uh, he gets really high in that one point, but he's also got the growl on the low end. You hear that a couple yes, times. Yes. So it's all over the place. Really cool. Um, there's a Jelly Bean Benitez vocal remix. Goes oh, about no. six minutes. <laughs> I uh, wow. I heard that on YouTube. That is where it's at. Let me tell you. Um, is it really? There's really faint. I think it's right after the second verse. You hear this crazy 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 vocal oh, yeah 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 it's really really faint on like the album cut right but the vocal remix it comes in it's, it's really loud really prominent i think they do it a couple times um that mix also just more electronic effects if you can believe it uh especially on the backing vocals and then that uh, cello part at the bridge is all keyboard and they add in some more drum fills too so it's really oh man it adds so much to it man. Uh, there's there's actually a nine minute remix that essentially goes through the entire song and then as an instrumental and then comes back in the second time with the lyrics so that's wow. don't do that one that might that's be a, a little, little overkill a little overkill but that six minute vocal remix that was released uh i think as a 12 inch Man, it's so great. And I could listen to the song. I probably listened to the song like 50 times in prep for this show. Oh, yeah. I love it so much. Yeah. But what are some of your favorite parts I of the song? I love his guitar parts in this song. It's just, I mean, and he doesn't, I mean, this doesn't do him justice for a guitar player. If you listen to some of his other stuff, he's a, he's a really good guitar player. He is. And I just love his tone and the way, and his, just some of his licks on this song. Um, but I also like, I just like the cadence of the lyrics. It's very, they're very quick. Um, I just, I, did, I just like the feel of the way the, mm -hmm. the lyrics, you know, uh, lay in the song. So, um, and his voice, you're right. His voice is right there in that, in that, in, in that same range as, as, uh, as Glenn Frank, Kenny Loggins. Um, but he has a growl and his growl doesn't show up so much in this song as it does. He does another song for, um, is it Staying Alive with, John Travolta and Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, he does another song and his growl. He's got a tremendous growl. Mm. Um, and uh, But yeah, I love his voice too. But uh, my favorite has to be the guitar parts. Just... I'll have to go back and, and listen to that one. I, I yeah. know a couple of his songs forward in time, but 
Yeah, no. and, that, and this one's forward in time. This is after this probably. Um, but uh, yeah, he's okay. got a, he's got a really good growl in that one. But uh, yeah, by far, my uh, favorite parts of this are the guitar licks. They're just so tasty. Yeah, it's so good. I mean, it doesn't surprise you so much as like with the never ending story. There's so much electronic, and then boom, you get hit with the guitar. But it just it seems to fit so well. Yeah, and oh, I just love the the tempo. I mean, oh, it just gets me going, man. I love it. This was actually so one good. of the first guitar solos that I tried to learn when I first started. Really? Yeah. Okay. Just because I just it's, just, it's just a really tasty lick in there, that little tapping part towards the end of the solo. Yeah, this is one of the first ones I tried to learn. All right. Well, Maniac by Michael Sembello comes in at number 16 for its commercial success as a number one song and probably the song most responsible, maybe, maybe Olivia Newton-John's physical but maybe the most responsible song for the most weight loss in the 80s because man all you know the fitness craze when oh, that yeah. kicked in yeah if you didn't hear maniac you know it probably was not a good workout back then so <laughs> all right bonus songs for this week uh yes. spotify does not have one of the songs i wanted to play uh Sembello uh, has a song called gravity which is on the cocoon oh, soundtrack yeah. i know that song the music video for that is bananas. I broke it down. <laughs> I broke it down on uh, RD80s. Uh, and it's it's so great. If I ever get to the point where I'm going to do reaction videos to music videos, That's that'll it. be the first one. Yeah. It's so bananas. <laughs> I'll have to go look um, it up. I don't it's, remember it. Yeah. If you're going to go look it up on YouTube or if you're uh out on the retro network i'm going to post it up there but oh, cool. it's so it's so good and i do enjoy the song but it's not on spotify so let's do Simbello's other chart hit automatic man uh i actually have the 12 inch of that one in my wow. possession oh, uh, wow. and let's do another from the flash dance soundtrack laura brannigan's imagination which is a pretty good track uh yeah. it features Simbello on guitar yeah uh during that song so a lot of that behind the scenes stuff too he was doing uh throughout his career right. not necessarily as a featured Session artist but. player yeah and now that i think about it that song i was mentioning just a minute ago that's not michael Sembello. so forget i forget i said anything about it <laughs> okay that's frank that's frank stallone <laughs> okay yeah very different i was gonna person. say i don't remember yeah no. as i was thinking about it, i'm like wait a minute that's not michael Sembello. <laughs> yeah yeah all right. Well, Spotify Premium, always the best way to listen to Greatest Lists because we play the entire featured song during the show and then the bonus songs right after we sign off. And free Spotify users, you still get to hear about 30 seconds of the song. That'll get you wanting to hear the whole thing. So, But not near enough. The, ba the best way to find and connect with the music uh, each episode is to click those song whip links in our show notes. And that'll lead you to places like Apple and Amazon, YouTube, to go out and listen or download the songs if you like. Give us your feedback. Of course, we're over on Twitter. That's the best place to find us at our new account, at Greatest Lists. Uh, that's where you can find us now. You'll be seeing us uh, tweet about other music-related things, so be sure to follow us over there and give us your comments. Of course, if you're uh, listening to the show on the RetroNetwork.com website, you can leave a comment there, watch the music videos like I've been saying and then you can also stream the episodes. Go to our website, greatestlistspodcast.com, and you can find all those links in today's show notes. And Eric will be back for our number 15 pick, which is the second song in the top 20 
that I'm insanely jealous he picked. So you'll be you'll be hearing the fatal sounds of my broken dreams for sure. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Greatest Lists. We'll meet you right back here next time as we continue the countdown. You've been listening to The Greatest Lists.